0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we talk about all of the news from D23 and San Diego Comic-Con. What? Yeah, man, there's a ton of it.
1: That's crazy. Two conventions worth. Why do they put all these conventions so close together? That just seems silly. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll,
0: and I am Jeff Randall.
1: Oh, Jeff Randall! So much news, <sighs> God, so much man. feedback, so many things to talk about. So let's start at the top, right? Yeah, let's, man. Let's break it down
0: into two the two major categories that we have that they that they are. There's movies, and then there's TV. Sure. So let's start with movies. All right. Some big, big stuff came out of out of Comic Con for movies. Specifically, in my mind, the most important, the Thor Ragnarok trailer came out. Number yeah, two, yeah,
1: that's a pretty great trailer.
0: That's such a great trailer. Yeah, like there are, there. I mean, the, the Hulk talks. There's yeah.
1: Surtur in there. The Hulk talking was. Uh... I'm. Not, I still don't know how I feel about it. It's so strange. <laughs> it's so strange. But I liked it. Well, that's how Hulk was in the comics. He yeah. he
0: spoke like that. He he had a cognitive presence, but like he always spoke in kind of broken sentences or, or sentences that were, you know, less advanced. We'll say. Toddlerish,
1: yeah, yeah. so it's, and
0: it's just it makes sense
1: absolutely i'm totally with it it just it was a little weird it was a <laughs> little weird it a bit little off threw me off when he just started having a conversation i i mean like it, it kind of threw me off when he says puny god like that was like unexpected for him to say a sentence so or like a phrase that's so apt you know uh, yeah and then so apparently he has a vocabulary he knows how to speak and then now for him to have like actual conversations and just the fact that i think that if hulk isn't fighting or raging why is he still hulk and i think think we're gonna get that i think it, it seems like in this movie and i think some of the news came out right that he hasn't changed back to banner in a while
0: yeah, it's been two years that he's been the Hulk, and that's apparently that's why he's able to speak in two-year-old sentences. <laughs> it's because he's been the Hulk for two years. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if that that, that makes necessary sense. I don't know if that
1: tracks just because he's the puny god thing. Like,
0: yeah, he, yeah. He
1: had just like, been for like an hour, and he was like, puny god. Yeah, um,
0: it, it doesn't make sense that, um, that that's the reason why, but... He's been he's been the Hulk for 2 years and doesn't want to change back. Like he's just kind of taken over. Yeah. So he's broken Apparently Yeah, apparently um him not changing back is uh kind of an unknown thing for um the Bruce Banner counterpart because he's uh, like either not watching or not able to know about what's going on outside cuz in the trailer he says, "You know, where are
1: we?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bruce Banner may not even know what's going on when he wakes up, and it seems like Thor was explaining to him. We had a fight recently, you know. (laughs) He's explaining to him what's going on, so it could be. And that was so
0: funny. He's like, "Did I win? No, I I won easily." (laughs) (laughs) That That doesn't sound right. Yeah, well,
1: it happened that way. (laughs) But I, I am like fire, and you are like water. I think I think we're both like fire. Yeah, but Hulk, raging fire, <laughs> Thor, smoldering fire. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. It, it seems so silly, and I'm on board. I'm, I'm not, I'm not throwing in the towel or anything, but it does seem a little sillier than I expect from either of those yeah. characters.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's a very different take on a Thor movie because Thor movies have always been so damn serious, and and kind of wrapped up in themselves in the fantasy you know Mm. but now we get the we get the humorous side of it and it's a very different thing and you know even even if you don't like it it's
1: not going to be the longest movie you know that's right (laughs) it's It's supposed to be (laughs) the shortest marvel cinematic universe film to date right
0: Yeah, it um, Taiko claimed that the first cut of the movie was going to run right at about 100 minutes. Um, that's what he's got it at so far. And he explains that, like, the reason he does that is because he wants to leave people wanting more, he doesn't want to just bore them with you know, a two hour movie, two or three hour movie. An
1: hour and 40 minutes, uh, is still not a short movie. I mean, it kind of is by today's standards, but I feel like. I don't know, man. That just everything's well, such an epic. Ever since uh, the days of um, Lord of the Rings, everything has to uh, be yeah. two and a half hours long. And you know, a good hour and a half movie can be great. It's true. Um, the
0: let's see, before this one, the shortest movie in the MCU was The Incredible Hulk at 112 minutes. So mm-hmm. it's not that big a difference, but it's a 12 minute difference. Yeah, no, that's
1: that's pretty substantial. That's pretty substantial.
0: And um, on the flip side, (laughs) Avengers Infinity War looks like it's going to be Marvel's longest film to date. That is also Uh, not
1: surprising.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Like, you got a movie with, what, 64, I think, characters that they were talking about having on the board? Um, (laughs) Crazy. Joe Russo was saying that the first cut is over two and a half hours.
1: Wow, that's insane! That's crazy.
0: I'm, I'm <laughs> it's digging so it. Crazy.
1: I I want it to be three or four hours. I don't want it to stop.
0: Yeah. I want well, not know, need an
1: intermission. If
0: <laughs> if he's if if things are gonna happen like they're saying that they're gonna happen, I I think I would want it to end and just be
1: like, please don't hurt anybody else. Because <laughs> are you talking about uh, Mr. Mr. Ruffalo's comments?
0: Oh, Russo's comments? No. Joe uh, Russo?
1: No, Ruffalo. um, Oh, that guy. Yeah, people, people. Where he was like,
0: everybody dies.
1: Nah, that was such a plant. I I I wasn't even a plant. It was just a joke. It was funny.
0: It was just silly. It was just him saying Um, a joke,
1: but it definitely got a lot of play on the internet.
0: Now, what I'm talking about is what Joe Russo was saying, where he said um, the the audience needs to be prepared for intense surprises, because uh, he said, quote... My brother and I believe in stakes And he continued by saying I believe that everything has to have an end at some point In order for it to have value The audience should be
1: prepared mm. That scares me Yeah, somebody's dying We've been that saying it, We've been saying it uh, for, for years now But somebody's dying early in Infinity War
0: You know, we were saying that somebody's dying But I think it could be
1: Lots of people are dying It's possible It's definitely possible and that I, scares me. Yeah. Could be crazy, man. Because, like,
0: ugh. And, I mean, one of the other things that he said is that he wants Thanos to be, um, he wants to turn Thanos into this generation's Darth Vader. He said, I wanted to turn him into a Darth Vader for a new generation. He's an incredibly intense character, sociopathic, he takes no prisoners, I think the audience needs to be prepared when they go to see these movies.
1: Awesome. It's
0: just, and from what we what we've heard about the the footage that was shown at D twenty three and at Comic Con, Thanos is a huge, imposing presence and super powerful. Even if he only has two gems in the Infinity Gauntlet, like was in the uh, was in the footage, like he threw a a moon at the Avengers. Yeah, I, I watched the leaked footage. Have you seen the leaked footage yet? I have seen the leak footage. What did I've you I've seen think? multiple angles of the leak footage. Oh, really? You know, I'm so
1: ridiculously excited. <laughs> I think it's stupid they haven't released it still. If you're going to let it be leaked and it's going to be out there in such bad formats, like, just release the footage.
0: Well, the, he's saying that he wants it to be, like, the, the Comic-Con audience Is a very specific kind of audience, and when they release it to the world, they want it to be meant for a wider audience and more accessible and whatnot, because you know they're pulling more people into the movie. Sure. All the people at Comic Con are already going to see the movie the day it comes out. They know that, like that's a given.
1: Yeah, but if they if they post it and they don't like not not tell them they just play it on you know sports games and things, but if they just posted it, it's the same people are going to be watching it at home, you know. Yeah. yeah, the same people that would have uh, sought it out elsewhere that just couldn't be there. Uh, I don't see any reason not to. We need to be there. Uh, yeah, I wish I could be there. <laughs> we
0: needed to have been
1: there. I didn't even get to be. I didn't even get to pay attention. Uh, that was the same week I was recording my first uh, first bit on my album, and I just completely was swamped the whole week. Came out of it and like literally came like kind of poked my head up from the from being submerged for a week in album stuff, and, and it was just like, uh, oh, there's like 15 new trailers for things. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, man.
0: I, I wish that we had gotten some sort of something from Black Panther, because they showed Black Panther footage at Comic-Con, and the cast freaked out. Like, I've seen a video of the cast reaction to that. Like, they were all really happy about it and proud of each other and group hugging and whatnot, but like, they released something at Comic Con for Thor Ragnarok, and then they immediately dropped that on the internet. That's the trailer. And then they showed something for Black Panther, and then haven't. And it's killing me.
1: It's supposed to be <laughs> coming soon. I'm sure it's just not time yet. I'm <sighs> sure it'll be out soon. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, like, I think DC did a better job this year of dropping their stuff at the same time. Uh, online yeah. supposedly I haven't really paid they gotta get the hype train Theo, rolling but, though if they're uh, gonna uh, so that's just what I I mean, within the next DC month we need to see of, like, just a, play, um, putting out stuff that's already out or whatever
0: yeah like within the next month we need to see an Infinity War trailer because that'll be nine months before the movie comes out holy crap that'll be nine months before the movie comes out yeah it's crazy man <laughs> It's happening! It's really happening! <laughs> so, among other movie things at at Comic-Con, they, uh, they dropped a lot of news about Captain Marvel, actually, finally. Um, apparently, Captain Marvel is not going to be in Avengers Infinity War. That's not where she's going to debut. She's going to have her own movie first. And that movie is going to be set in the 90s. Yeah, I love this idea. Yeah, and Nick Fury is going to be a big part of it. He's going to have both of his eyes... Um and apparently the the big influence for the comic is the Kree Skrull War and that's gonna
1: make the Skrulls the major villains. That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh which obviously brings the Skrulls in for yeah, yeah. for all kinds of fun things like we could find out that someone's been a scroll. I mean, we've got some questions or feedback about this, but yeah. just the idea of bringing the scrolls in is exciting to me. And yeah, like I, we had, the scrolls have we had apparently up, had a connection to Earth this, this long, you know?
0: Yeah, at least since the 90s. Yeah. So, like, we had brought up that, um, like, I, I really wanted the Tony that comes through the portal in Avengers 1, I wanted that to be a scroll. like, yeah. have him replaced right there. Yeah. And, like, that would be such a crazy... Crazy redcon, and if, oh my god! Okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. I, I know one of our I'm listeners theorizing. wrote us in about it. Uh, we've definitely. I think it was Nathaniel, maybe uh, Nathaniel Muzzy. Uh, he was been. like, I just want to remind you of the theory. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a great theory. Could be awesome. Uh, I don't know how they would have. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I think about how that changes my view of his mental state and all those things. But it, it also just could just been have been a you know a, a, a scroll faking it this whole time. Yep. Uh, yep. And then, then it sets a whole new meaning to the whole uh, Civil War and everything. Like,
0: what if um, what if the the Iron Man scroll? dies in infinity war and reverts back to scroll form and everybody flips out.
1: Yeah, that'd be really awesome.
0: <laughs> and then like little stinger and Tony's in a prison on scroll scroll world wherever. Like, oh god. That would yep. be so crazy. That would be nuts. Um something that Kevin Feige said whenever they were announcing it. Um, it's really interesting that they're they're doing this though. As um, he said, there's an entire section of our comics that deal with the Kree Skrull War, and we haven't tapped into that at all. And we thought that that would be an amazing, huge portion of mythology to belong to Captain Marvel. And he said to belong to Captain Marvel, like the Kree Skrull War, and that section of the cosmos is just hers, right? Like the Kree Skrull War and Skrulls and Kree, just those aliens are such a big deal in the comics. They've sure. been around for so long, and that's just going to belong primarily to her. And I think after her movie comes out and we get to see her come in and and bring all of that into the MCU, that
1: could be a very large part of it. After that, well, you know, I'd her, like to her see powers that. are based on Cree experiments, and so it just like makes a lot of sense or, or something to do with. Kree, right? Well, it's the original Captain
0: Marvel protected her from an explosion. It kind of infused her DNA with Kree power, and then she
1: became something similar to him. So it makes sense that her, uh, you know, her origins would be based in whatever goes on to be her kind of storyline. You know? Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm really excited about all of that.
0: Yeah, me too. I just, I want that. I want that to be the next thing. Like I had been preaching Dark Reign forever, but like if they can get. If they can sneak Secret Invasion in for Phase Four, oh my god! Yeah, and then oh man, I just I can't I can't. I think so so let's Secret move Invasion.
1: <laughs> I, if they're introducing the scrolls. You're introducing a, a, a group of shapeshifters. I can't imagine that Secret Invasion won't happen. Like it's got to yeah. happen. It has to. Yeah, absolutely, or something to that effect. I mean, we're gonna have some movies where you know we don't know where these we don't know who's a scroll and who's not. We and that maybe or, maybe sooner than later. Maybe we've had that movie all along and we didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> it would be a great retcon. Uh, let's see.
0: So other than that, um, there was a little bit of Ant Man and the Wasp news that came out. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was actually confirmed for the role of Janet Van Dyne, Hope Van Dyne's mother. That's awesome for Ant Man and the Wasp. Yay! Which uh, I really like her. I like
1: Michelle Pfeiffer a lot, and um well, along with that, we got comic book Lawrence... lady movies, comic book <laughs> movie ladies that I knew growing up. Catwoman, yeah, yeah,
0: she overplayed the shit out of that, and it was so great.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love her in that. <laughs> she's she's the one part that I just I just I I totally down with that part of that movie. That whole movie's pretty good, but that that's just ridiculous ridiculous fun. Now her transformation's a little stupid uh, just getting licked by a bunch of cats, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I like how nothing really had to make sense at all back then. Like Marvel, as we just discuss, uh, as we were discussing off air, actually, uh, it does, it, it makes labors to make everything sort of, ha- sort of hard sci-fi, you know, everything has yeah. an explanation in world relatively grounded, <laughs> relatively grounded. Um, at least, you know, they explain it. It may be completely ridiculous explanation, but at least they try. Um, but uh, back then they just didn't even need to do that. Like she fell out a window and got licked by cats. Yeah, but it was, was a, a super, lot of cats. Yeah, she has nine lives now. That's <laughs> weird, man. It's
0: weird. Stuff. And got shot repeatedly because of it. Yeah. Uh, so Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer's. Is going to be Janet Van Dyne. Lawrence Fishburne was actually confirmed for the part of Dr. Bill Foster that we were talking about uh, last episode.
1: Remind me of who How Dr. Dr. Bill Foster is. Dr.
0: Bill Foster is oh, one of Pym's right? really old friends who is Goliath, yeah. yes.
1: Oh, that would be fun to see Lawrence Fishburne in that role.
0: Right? Yeah, he'd right? be great. Uh, and um, let's see. Big old size other... change in
1: Morpheus. <laughs>
0: If I take the red pill, I will grow to enormous size.
1: If I take the blue pill. <laughs> they really should make it red like you know, he has those red and blue like discs or whatever that he throws. Yes. They should oh totally my God. make it like red and blue pills. Uh for 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 the Goliath. <laughs> That'd be great. And he needs weird and he needs weird floaty glasses. Yep. Yep. I just glasses want I just want attach. Morpheus back. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. Need Morpheus
1: around. I need Morpheus in my life. You know, he's not going to be the same character, right? Uh, I no, no. I don't understand that. (laughs) Don't try to explain it it to me. I don't want. I don't. Haven't you seen
0: Man of Steel?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was pretty. He was the same character in that. No. Yeah, no, it was. That's just (laughs) before he uh, is freed from the Matrix. Uh, 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 Morpheus was a uh, <laughs> Morpheus was a reporter in the in the in the, in the Matrix yes, before. That's he was. That's freed. the prequel movie that we need. Yeah. We need to see Morpheus getting freed. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know this. they're they're, they're talking about making a fourth Matrix movie, and I think they talked about Michael B. Jordan being in it as the main character. And it's being bad around like what that's going to be. Like no one knows exactly what they're going to be, but some people are talking about it being possibly Morpheus's child, or possibly a younger Morpheus? Origin story. Yeah, and then that would be cool. I would be down with that. You would Michael B. Jordan down with that? Yes, I would Michael B. down with that. Yep.
0: God, I'm sorry. That was dumb. Uh, Other characters have been confirmed, or other actors and characters confirmed, whatever, in... And and the wasp, um, the person that we had talked about a little bit ago, or a few episodes ago, Hannah John Kamen, or Kamen, okay, whatever, whatever her name is. Um, Was like, relatively unknown. She was in, like, an episode of Black Mirror. Anyway, she's been confirmed as the Ghost, who I honestly didn't even know who the Ghost was at all until this article came out, and I went looking for it. Like, who the hell is the Ghost? Apparently, the Ghost is somebody who has, like, advanced stealth tech in a suit and is, like, a master of corporate sabotage and espionage and has a tendency to go after companies that they deem as corrupt companies. And try to bring them down. Hmm. Which is odd. And apparently the, the advanced circuitry is like not just stealth like being invisible, but also like phasing through walls. And I'm not sure how they're gonna deal with that. Hmm. But apparently the ghost is an unknown um, an unknown character under the under the the mask and has at one point been in the Thunderbolts, which was odd that that is a thing. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the thing. Um, the other part that goes with that that I thought was interesting is Walton Goggins is going to be the character Sonny Birch, who is uh, the CEO in at least in the comics was the CEO of Cross Technologies uh, that was once led by Darren Cross, who was in the first movie. Interesting. I like Walton Goggins a lot. Yeah. So if he if if he is gonna be Sonny Birch CEO of Cross Technologies, because just breaking a building is not gonna tear down the company, um he could be the CEO of this company that's been exposed as corrupt and then the ghost comes in and then Ant Man and the Wasp has have to fight the ghost, be like, No, they're you know, they're turning over a new leaf, etc. Could be a fun movie in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. Let me take a breath for a second. You got it. It's all that movie news. All that shake, movie shake news it is out. done. Shake it out. Whew. Okay. <clears throat> <sighs> okay. So, should we move on to TV? Do you want to talk about the
1: Ragnarok trailer anymore? Because I could talk about that all day. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think we covered that pretty well. What about the... Uh, anything I else we to did. say about the Avengers trailer that we both have watched from different angles? Oh, man.
0: It's the the iron spider suit is in there.
1: Yeah. And...
0: And... 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 Peter is laying on the ground in Tony's arms and he's looking up and says, Tony, I'm sorry. And... And I don't know why what he's sorry for and... I'm just... I'm so scared. I'm
1: so scared for everybody. He just... He looks hurt in that scene, too. It seems like maybe uh, he just feels like he's failed by being beaten up by Thanos, but can't really... Uh, expect a little Spider Man to fight up against Thanos at this point at this point in his career <laughs> as Spider Manning. Oh yeah. He would get just completely
0: demolished by well in any form of Spider Man. <laughs> he would get demolished sure. by Thanos. Yeah. What about some TV news? Well <clears throat> TV is also gonna cover Netflix because it's the Marvel oh, yeah. Television Division. Um, Defenders Mm-hmm. The Defenders comes out in like two, or th- no, three weeks three weeks from Friday and they put out two clips at, at Comic-Con and they've released them online and there's another trailer and there was a Defenders promo that had Stan Lee voicing over it very cool. And I am losing my mind over how much yeah. stuff we're getting out I've, of I've seen a few of the things.
1: I've, I'm trying to steer clear of the scenes. I did watch the scene with uh, Matt Murdock talking to his priest.
0: Yes. Apparently that's from the first episode. Yeah, I saw that. So opening a series with Matt Murdock in a confessional is always a good sign. Yeah, and it bodes well for the future. <laughs> Uh, Early reviews have actually come in for the first four episodes of The Defenders, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of saying that it's a solid addition to the Netflix Marvelverse, but is a little bit slow in, like, kind of like how the Avengers was slow to get the characters together, and they kind of took time to reintroduce the characters to everybody before bringing them all together, and in episode three, they finally get together, so... Okay. Um, it's a little bit slow in that they're kind of they're drawing the lines and bringing all these people together, so it takes some time. Sure. Yeah. But um, we need to we need to post clips because we're not going over these as much as I my brain is on yeah, all cylinders
1: firing. Pay forward. attention to the Facebook and the Twitters and the and our blog. we'll, we'll be posting these uh, various clips all over. Yep. Um, great. Other news as far as
0: defenders goes, um, Iron Fist got renewed for a second season. What? Which we kind of <laughs> weren't expecting that.
1: Um. No, nah, I, I kind of was. I think I think they'll try to at least close the story off. Um, and apparently, it was Do the most viewed of all of them. Uh, well, really? Yeah. Apparently so. <laughs> um, I heard huh. that, I heard that this week in in some news show. Um, but you know the fact that it had the most views right off the bat doesn't really mean it's quality. It just means it's like they've got this qual- this built up following over the three series. Yeah, worries me for defenders though because we're coming off of a not so good thing. Four series. Yeah. So yeah. Well, um,
0: apparently they have they've tapped somebody. I don't, I don't know about his his. Um, track record. His name is Raven Metz- Metzner. Sorry. Raven Metzner is going to be the showrunner instead of Scott Buck this time around. Good. Um, apparently, Raven Metzner has a lot of Iron Fist knowledge, is really excited about bringing the character to life properly. <laughs> but he was a writer on Electra, like the Electra movie. Huh. And... Like I, I don't want to hold one movie against somebody, but that was a really bad
1: movie, and especially if he's like trying to draw from it. For I mean, obviously there are similarities. Elektra is in this universe, <laughs> uh, and and he's he's fighting the hand. It's like, um, I, I, hopefully he won't draw too much on his past experience. We'll be yeah. doing something brand new.
0: Yeah, apparently he was also a writer on um, eight episodes of Sleepy Hollow. I
1: liked liked that show uh, when it first came out. Around the end of the first season, I lost interest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Mostly he's done a bunch of TV series writing, um, an episode of Heroes Reborn, uh, apparently there's a Deathlock screenplay that's been announced that he's writing for. Interesting. Like, huh. the Deathlock we know about? A man unwittingly finds himself the subject of an experiment, which slowly turns him into a cyborg, which, with computer and robotic parts replacing nearly his entire body. Yeah. Huh. Interesting.
1: Huh. That, when was that? That was IMDb. Does it say when it was though, or if it's coming? No, up? like
0: it's going to. It's announced. Is
1: all it says. Oh wow, I haven't heard anything about that. Is that Marvel? <laughs> I supposed to be. I mean, I know Deathlock is a Marvel character, but I wonder if it's just like making a show that's not Marvel related. Uh, let's see. But I bet it says, not, since he's so involved with Marvel anyway, Production
0: Co., Marvel Entertainment, Marvel Studios. Okay, cool. That fuck would be neat. Huh. Well, all right. <laughs> that was last updated April 24th, 2017. Why did we not know about this? I don't know, man. What announcing? Anyway. Um, uh, breaking news. <laughs> right? <laughs> breaking just, news from
1: three months ago. Breaking news <laughs> from um, i am de i
0: am de Further... Iron Fist stuff. uh, Since you know, it got renewed for the second season, they're going to expand the cast a bit. Obviously, they're going to add more people, but supposedly, we're going to see Misty Knight in this in the uh, second season as well. And in the comics, Misty Knight was his uh, his girlfriend.
1: Lover, weird. Yeah, it. uh... She deserves better in this universe. (laughs) You know. You say that. <laughs> oh man,
0: People, like all the all the defenders first season reviewers that I've read so far have said that his naivety is actually refreshing in the face of like the dourness of
1: Daredevil yeah. and the cynicism and sarcasm of Jessica Jones. And the, the thing is, I just never even got his his naivete wasn't even really. Presented that way as as naivete and the other, and like he they kind of just did this weird half cock sort of. Sometimes he's super naive and sometimes he knows exactly what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I just like I don't I didn't get a sense of who that character was. Now the character I'm seeing in the trailers for Defenders looks great. Um, yeah, looks yep. like a lot of fun. So hopefully that'll be that'll be better. Um, yeah, I hope, I really I really believe it will be.
0: We deserve better. So, more TV news. Um, the other really big thing, the other really big thing, is that the Inhumans trailer number two has dropped online.
1: Yeah, After yeah.
0: Comic-Con. I saw that. And they, I mean, they use the Rag and Bone Man song, Human, and I thought that that was weird. Kind of, because, like, it's a song about, like, you can't blame me for everything because I'm only human, and then, right at the end, right at the end, they drop that little nugget, that little tidbit where Maximus is only human. Maximus the Mad is just a human.
1: Oh, really? Is, Is he in the...
0: Is that the case in the comics? In the comics, he's got mental powers that were granted to him by Terra Genesis. But according to Ewan Rowan, um, when he went through Terra Genesis, he, uh, like the Terra Genesis process stripped him of his inhuman genes and left him completely human.
1: Weird. And that's, like, that's, I think that's, that, that's that, what that the, might be what drives him mad. Sure. Well, that's what they're saying,
0: is in this universe? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Is 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 what happens in the MCU?
1: Interesting. Okay, he's just a human. I was kind of thinking, but... you know, you know how we have a little bit of experience from um, uh, from Shield with that Inhuman uh, group, and they kind of controlled who was allowed and who was not allowed to go through Terragenesis? Yeah, it's the same thing. Well, I'm wondering. I would say, like when you said he didn't have, he was only human. I'm wonder. I wonder if like. Uh, Black Bolt has prevented him from becoming, oh. which, which you know, there's that room he's talking to, full of like normal people. And they're and they're like you know like rags and they're all normal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people yeah. are complaining about why are there a bunch of normal people in the Inhumans? Like, what if he's like the the people he's leading to revolt are the people who haven't been allowed to go through Terragenesis, Who are like
0: <laughs> we want to go through Terragenesis yeah, too? Like who are you? Equality for all? Yeah,
1: yeah. They're like he's like trying to get them their their rights as Inhumans to to ascend to their place or whatever. It is um, our birthright. That's that's the story that I'm writing in my head right now. It's it's, it's pretty good.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see that come to fruition someday, I hope. (laughs) Um, Notable things in this trailer are uh, Triton has been severely toned down in makeup, probably just to save budget. Um, He has a really, really big fin in um, the comics. Um, But also uh medusa's hair has actually is actually used and is animated it doesn't look awesome but i mean you can only do so much with a tv budget right yeah um but her hair looks so much better when it actually comes into play and like the the effect on it looks really cool i'm i'm down with it actually
1: yeah um I thought it looked neat. People were cr- I feel like this trailer was a direct response to the complaints. Like, almost everything right. that people were saying, like, what's wrong? Why isn't this there? Why isn't this there? Uh, we got weirder looking in humans. We got Medusa's hair moving on its own. Uh, and, you know, Sarinda Swan as Medusa, like,
0: when the Medusa hair starts moving like that, looks the part. Cool. She looks fantastic as as Medusa when her hair is moving. Otherwise she just looks kind of dour. Hmm.
1: Well I I guess we'll find out. I I don't know enough about the comics to really know if she's pulling off Medusa or not, but it looks fine.
0: Hopefully <laughs> she'll
1: hopefully she'll pull it off and we'll I'll learn to care about these characters. <laughs> well
0: don't uh don't expect too much from the IMAX debut. Um you'll get more on the T V debut, apparently What yeah, uh, according to Jeff Loeb, um, the way that they're doing it, the, the the way that they're releasing it is the IMAX debut is not going to have as much footage as the TV debut, the the broadcast exclusive version. That is bonkers. It really is, and he's calling it a variant cover, like akin to a variant comic book cover, and I'm like, why? <laughs> it's it's footage.
1: And variant, people want to see it. Variant covers just change the cover. They don't change the right? content of the story. You get a different damn poster. like yeah, that's, that's your variant, variant cover. cover. <laughs> Screw that. I don't like that at all. Just because... I mean, I'm going to go out and pay IMAX prices to see this, and then they're not going to show me everything in IMAX? Right. Like, they should just show the people who want to pay IMAX prices the thing early. And I'm sure this is probably ABC being like, well... We want, you know, something exclusive, so people have to... We we don't want everyone who wants to see this show to go out and see it in IMAX and then not be able to see it, not want to watch it at home the next week. Uh,
0: but that's the thing, is they're not, they're not just showing it the whole thing, the whole series in IMAX. It's the first two episodes, and yeah. I guess not even that much, and... You still got eight no uh six six other episodes after that that are only showing on TV, so like we've gotta to come to them for something.
1: Yeah. I totally agree. That's just uh I don't like it. Uh, bad bad form, Marvel. Bad form. At least,
0: though, it will be linked to Agents of Shield, so maybe yeah, maybe
1: Phil Coulson can show up and redeem. Them. <laughs> I heard this. I heard that they might do some crossovers, which they had said they weren't going to do previously. So i well. They glad. were saying
0: that it's not a spinoff.
1: Right, right, right. Well, I, th- so, I thought they'd said they won't. Uh, they won't be showing up on each other's shows. At one point, they said that. I thought
0: yeah i I think we had talked about that at some point but it's not it's not even that they're showing up on their on the show uh, so much as it they're referencing another event um let's see Scott Buck. Uh, said in an interview, We first meet our world in the city of Adelan, which is on the dark side of the moon. These are Inhumans who have been up there for countless generations for a very long time. We come into a situation where we are focused on our royal family, the leaders of Adelan, where a small family crisis threatens to disrupt their entire civilization. That's where the season launches us. And then he says... um, you know, they all originated from Earth centuries ago before they went to the moon. You could simply say they are Earthlings who built a second home on the moon and now they're returning. Uh, and he said that uh, Triton, specifically, will head to Earth to investigate a pterogen leak in the ocean.
1: Oh, nice. Yep. Which, as
0: we all know, happened in the second season finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. and was dealt with throughout the third season.
1: That's great. That's cool.
0: I like it. So you know, it's the it's the tiny things that that link it together, but it's enough for them to say, you know, this has happened in both series, so obviously they're connected, and you know we can see a different side of this whole event. Because really, honestly, we didn't see anything big coming from that. Because you know, in season three, they came back from uh, the you know from the break or whatever, and. They were like, okay, we've got all the fish oil off the shelves, and we're pretty sure we got the pterogen the leak under control. Yeah. That's what it seemed like, at least. And it, it, like, we didn't get any of that fun of, like, oh, there's a new inhuman. Uh, there's a new inhuman that's on the loose because
1: they ate fish, or, you know, anything like <laughs> that. Yeah, but now hopefully we'll get a whole civilization of inhumans descending on the yep. earth and having to deal with all of that. Yep, yep. And uh, if if, if if Shield is on Earth at all, even if they <laughs> yeah, ever... they
0: might be agents of shield, uh, agents of
1: sword. Yeah, they might just at be out point. there the whole time. Maybe they'll wave as they fly by the moon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <They're>, bye. <laughs>
1: bye, bye, <laughs> to then.
0: You know, thinking about it, it could be it could be offset as far as um, timing. 'Cause remember. if Triton goes like immediately to investigate a Terrigen leak in the ocean, right. then that would set this series between second and third season of That's Agents of Shield. That's true.
1: That's true. Uh it could could be going back a ways.
0: Yeah. So there could be this uh this time shift happening there and we might be able to like oh man if they if they show just a quinjet flying overhead cuz you know they're going somewhere or they're in the same area as something that was happening in like the 3rd season of agents of shield I'd lose it yeah so i guess one of the uh, one of the last couple of news things we have is that um in november actually the hulu series of marvel's runaways is going to drop uh it's going to be november 21st is the announced premiere date for marvel's runaways i'm so excited about that yeah yeah that's uh it's going to be a really busy fall yeah it is I, a really busy fall season for us i love it Lo- love that
1: we're getting this mo- this much stuff november is going to be ridiculous
0: yeah, because we got Thor Ragnarok dropping early in the month. Thor Ragnarok and Punisher. Supposedly, the Punisher is coming in in November.
1: Runaways and then Shield should be running concurrently. That's well four things. That'll
0: be um, the Inhumans is going to be running at that time. Oh, okay. Because Shield won't come back until January.
1: Okay. For some reason, I was thinking uh, when, when does when does the Inhumans come back? September. September. Uh, when, uh, one day... the IMAX releases drop in
0: September 1st. Okay. And the TV debut is on the 29th of September. Okay, cool. Um, Pretty awesome. It hasn't been said whether or not the full series is going to drop on for the Runaways is going to drop on Hulu uh, all at once. I doubt it. Hulu's... It's
1: 10 episodes. Hulu tends to do the weekly thing. They just finished... Uh, e- even a lot of their originals that haven't been that big have been weekly dropped. Um, including most most recently, The Handmaid's Tale, which was amazing. Um, that was dropped weekly, and and I think e- even for the last few years, they've been dropping most of their stuff drops weekly. So yeah. they're not they don't do the Netflix model. They, they were they <laughs> well, they they they're still trying to capture the water cooler talk, which I I gotta say I kind of miss. You know, like as much as I love Netflix and I love that we get like thirteen episodes at a time. That's amazing. But kind of keeps us from being able to, like, have really deep discussions about every episode, you know? Yeah, We do our well, best because we're cast. But like, but.
0: <laughs> not only that, but if you're talking to somebody about a series like, uh, Hey, have you watched Iron Fist? And they're like, yeah, I've watched a few episodes. It's like, oh, well, how far have you gotten? So, like, oh, well, I don't remember. And you're like, well, what happened? And then you try to figure out, like... Can I talk about this and not spoil it for them? Like, it's, yeah, it's
1: no fun that way. Yeah, it makes it tough to talk about. If you like, I was at um, I was at dinner last night uh, for my birthday. My birthday was yesterday.
0: Yeah, happy birthday! Uh, thanks,
1: man. Um, yeah, I was at dinner last night, and everyone at the table had seen Game of Thrones on Sunday. Like everyone, so it was like 15 people, and it was amazing because we're all on the same page. Everyone's like, oh, but what about this scene? Oh, what about when that happened? You know, like. Uh, it's just it's kind of a fun thing that you know, you, you yeah. don't get from, uh, you know the, the 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 big drops. You just get oh that series was so good. That's about the extent of it. I I kind of oh, yeah. I kind of wish that Netflix would 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 space them out. You know, even if you drop slow about it. Yeah, even if you dropped an episode a day, it still would like allow for some talk and chatter. You know. Yeah, it
0: could. It could. Um, if they go if they go an episode a week on uh, The Runaways, that's going to put them ending the series in late January. And it'll be, from the look of it, it'll be dropping on Tuesdays. So we'll have a fun release schedule for us.
1: Okay, so they'll drop on Tuesdays just like the shows are coming out on Tuesdays. So that'll be cool. No, the shows are coming out on Fridays. Oh, that's right. They moved it to Fridays. Dang. Yep. I guess we'll probably continue to record on Wednesdays and Thursdays like we have been and just like <laughs> just be, be able to do behind. both. Be able to do both. Well I mean, you know. Yeah, I guess we'll be almost a week behind. Man, that sucks. I guess we'll try to figure we'll have to cross that bridge when we get there. Yep. We'll talk about it off
0: cast. Uh, and another series that's coming up soon. Um got a little bit of little little nugget of more news on it. Um The New Warriors has cast Keith David, you know, legendary voice actor Keith David, in a recurring role of Ernest Vigman, who doesn't have an analog in comics, but is from the from the sound of it, he's like their, I guess, their institutional um, team leader or or director or go to. He's basically their Nick Fury.
1: Very cool
0: so I think that's it sweet I think that's all the news
1: yeah yeah um, well that's awesome well guys uh, we got a few feedbacky things we'll probably run down you know this week we, 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 we had so much feedback and we're not going to be able to get to everybody's uh, but some of these longer ones will hold over to next week because we would love to get to all of you guys um, but we don't have the time um, let's see Brian Keegan, uh, on Facebook said, so, Captain Marvel is set in the 90s and is featuring the Skrulls. Jeff, I must hear your fan theories on where she has been the whole time while the world has been threatened several times. Also, has one of the Avengers been a Skrull the whole time? If so, which one? Discuss. I Like I said, discuss at the end, it's like a, uh, it was like, I felt like I was like being told to fight in a, uh, Like, Marvel, I don't know, like a game, like a Street Fighter game. Fight! (laughs) Discuss!
0: Except it's it's just a a panel. Yeah. It's just a talk. Discuss! Uh, Well, obviously she's been comatose. Comatose, eh? Yeah. Well, that's what happened in the comics. Um, Whenever Rogue was first introduced, she was a bad guy um, running around with Mystique and came up against Miss Marvel... Which was her name, uh was Carol Danvers' supername before she was Captain Marvel. Um, and Rogue sapped her power so much that it put her into a coma for a long time. Huh. And uh a similar thing could happen. You know, it could be like a last ditch effort um against the Skrulls in order to stop them and, and end the their assault on Earth and uh she does something and you know, it saps all of her power, but she also stops them in some way, you know, cause an explosion or something. And, um, you know, Stinger at the end, she's in a Kree hospital in a coma mm-hmm. and then wakes up, you know, decades later, like, Hey, your world's under attack by Thanos. You should probably go help.
1: Huh? That's interesting. So you could get like a weird nineties period piece that then has a Captain America style ending. Yes. <laughs> she's been exactly comatose that. or frozen in ice or whatever. Uh, and now she's woke like, it's time for an Avengers movie. we got to wake up all the heroes. Yep. <laughs> I love the idea that all the heroes are somewhere asleep uh, during these various movies. You know, or... Oh.
0: What if... What if, perchance, the the last Infinity Stone that we keep saying is H, is not? Oh, what if it's not with Heimdall? It's not in the hammer. It's not in the heart of Wakanda, like we had said. Right. What if it's on Hala, which is the Kree homeworld? Yeah, absolutely. And there's it's a fight for that Kree Kree versus that yeah, Kree versus Skrull, and. The uh, the thing that wakes up Miss Marvel is that Thanos shows up there after having whatever fight with the Avengers in Avengers three, mm. and he finds that the the last Infinity Stone's not there, so he goes to Hala, and destroys it, and is like Hala, and then leaves. <laughs> he destroys it and raises it, whatever, <laughs> and then takes the Infinity Stone and puts it in, and like that whole thing is what wakes up Miss Marvel. Yeah. Or not, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel.
1: She's Captain now, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nerdy Tastic on Twitter says Did I miss it or did Peter Par- Parker not have a spider sense? Uh, that's one <laughs> thing I did like from the Raimi films that I would have liked here.
0: He does yeah. have the spidey according sense, to, according it's to
1: the director. They have the spidey. He has the and spidey Feige, sense. and Feige. He has the spidey sense. They didn't uh, want to focus just, on. He's it.
0: not well versed. Yeah, they didn't want to focus on it, and he's not well versed in using it
1: just yet. But it, as soon as um, this, you get a chance to see this new trailer for Infinity War, you do see his spidey sense.
0: Yes. Yes. This, the hair on his arm stands up. Yeah. And it, it they showed it in Civil War when he was fighting oh, that's Falcon true, yeah. and um well, and Bucky. And Bucky throws something at him and he he's not even looking. He just says, Oh god, and then ducks. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. So he's got it. Yeah, totally. He just hasn't used totally it. Totally has it. Yeah. Um nerdy task again on twitter says tombs drove peter and liz to the dance in a jag he had money he could afford a more pricey attorney than matt hogarth perhaps Ooh, i like that but we talked last week about how uh it'd be neat if matt uh was defending tombs but she's right he has money why does he need unless all his money gets seized or something uh and i don't he normally uh, defends innocent people Uh, For the most part. He can tell when they're lying. (laughs) Yep. So he doesn't need to, uh, you know, defend people. Uh, I just like this. um, uh, Thanos on Twitter, uh, (laughs) at Kenny long number, uh, but his name's, his Twitter (laughs) name is Thanos, said, do you guys feel the hype in response to some of the stuff happening? And I just always think it's funny when Thanos comments on Twitter about Thanos likes a lot of our stuff yeah, about Infinity War Thanos is always pumping up Infinity War I mean god calm down man we, we get it we get it you're in a movie <laughs> uh, it's good stuff um so we we had a few people respond to us about some scenes we missed in, in, in our in our big uh, in our big roundup uh there's of course there's definitely it's a top a ten list. There's definitely a lot that we missed, um, but but yeah, some notable ones. Uh, when Cap moves Thor's hammer at the party. Oh, when he wiggles the hammer. Yeah, that is a fun scene. It just doesn't have the emotional resonance for me, but it is a fun scene. Um, yep. This is this is Ashley Ashley Coffin, um, Elektra and Daredevil on the roof right before the big fight. Hashtag swoon. Yeah, <laughs> um, Black Widow chase scene in the beginning of Civil War. Uh, Slay queen, Slay queen. <laughs> I don't know what Slay queen means, but what, what does she mean by Slay queen?
0: She's the kill queen. Basically, just saying that Black Widow's part is amazing.
1: Oh, oh, or just sorry. Black Widow in general. Black is amazing. Widow. Yes, I read that wrong. I said it out loud correctly, but I in my brain I thought Black Panther and so I was like I was thinking of his <laughs> his fight slash chase scene in Civil War which was also amazing but yeah I, I love I love her um, yeah my, I when I was thinking about all these things I really wanted to include something of um, Black Widow which I, I as an honorable mention I talked about the scene with her and Happy which I think is the first time you really see how badass she is um, and, and, and yeah that was cool uh, we had a couple people send in their lists of top and a lot of them were similar to ours which was cool um, a couple that we that we did not do, which I I uh, I, I do kind of sad. I feel sad that we missed. Uh, one was the um. Uh, spoiler alert for Guardians of the Galaxy Two, since it's still a fairly new movie. But Yondu's funeral. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. Somebody pointed out that we missed Yondu's funeral, and that's. That may that may have made my top that may have made it up pretty high on my list if I had thought of it. Um, I don't know why I didn't think of it. I was thinking about Guardians too, and I just it, that that scene didn't dawn on me, and I don't know why. It's one of my favorite scenes in the entirety of the uh, thing. Uh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, that's that's a few of the feedbacks we had this week. We have some more, uh, but unfortunately, we can't get to everybody this week. There were so many with all the Comic Con and a lot of its people saying things like this news is out and we did, don't have time to we, we basically already said that so thank you for everybody who let us know about news stories and for giving it the shout out um, we, we had to record uh, th- we, we haven't recorded in two weeks because of uh, my recording sessions for the band and so uh, we, we had a lot of feedback to, 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 to round up here so, thank you for all of your patience. Um I'll I'll we we may still cover some of it next week when we get together, which next week we're going to our second commissioned episode. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. That's going to be good stuff. I really, um... really liked our commissioned episode last week. Um Nathaniel yeah. Muzzy. Top ten lists always draw a crowd. Well they draw a crowd and they were just fun. I really enjoyed like the back and forth and trying to negotiate the the list and coming up with a like I think we came up with a pretty solid top ten list, even though there are a few scenes I'm sure we missed. But for for, for our for you know for our first try, I think we need to do some cool things like that in the future. <laughs> like maybe we'll rank the heroes. Uh maybe we'll rank funniest movie. Maybe we'll rank top whatever you know like we could do all kinds of things I, I really enjoyed the ranking system uh that we did i think we we probably
0: should have separated the, uh, the top 10 scenes into like top 10 action
1: and then top 10 emotional. True. I mean, we definitely could do that. It made for an interesting challenge because a lot of what we ended up coming up with was a good combined scene that, like this yeah. has a great action element, but has a great emotional element as well. And that that's what made for, I think, that's what makes Marvel great, I think, is that uh, they really there's emotion everywhere. Yeah, they, they they they've built these characters up over time. So even though they're in a big dumb fight, sometimes uh, they still they they base everything in those character moments that make you f- give you the feels, and that's important. Uh, it really they they do a great job of that, and I, I love love them for it. So. Uh, we'll be back with you guys next week. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at com, 573-CAST-MCU if you want to leave a voicemail, or you can support us at patreon.com slash mcucast. We had a couple of people after the... Um, the big uh, commissioned episode last week uh, raised their uh, Patreon levels to be uh, to, to to be able to commission episodes, which is awesome. Thank you very much. That's that's great. I'm glad you enjoyed the commissioned episode, and glad that people have ideas because it's. I really enjoyed. The, I enjoy the input and I, I think, I think glad, it's going to be cool. I'm glad other people have ideas because I'm fresh out. <laughs> We've been doing this for like three years now. We're out of ideas. Uh, no, you know, it's cool. It's cool because a lot of times when we don't have ideas during the summer times or whatever, like, we just tend to take a week off here and there. It's cool to have people being like, no, don't take a week off. Talk about this. <laughs> like, yeah, here's a cool... Please talk about this instead. Here's a cool thing to talk about and we have a lot of that uh, over the, uh, in our feedback this week actually. So, we'll get on uh getting a lot of cool episodes coming up soon um so yeah so check it out com slash mcu cast that's where you can support us and commission an episode or uh or or get some mcu cast swag or uh just uh just support us for fun and yeah because you like the show <laughs> that's cool too uh we'll talk to you guys next week Until next time, true believers.